This is Richard Brake, who plays Doomhead, and you're listening to The Horror Returns. Stay tuned. <laughs> Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Philip again, and uh, with me as always is my co-host, Brian, and that's it today, man. It's just you and me. <laughs> everybody everybody bailed on us. Everybody bailed on us. They must have watched the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm showing my hand. We'll come to that. <laughs> well, man, what's been going on with you this week? Oh, nothing much. Same old, same old. Trying to avoid people and staying out this cold. Oh, yeah. I bet it's cold as fuck up there. What's, what kind of temperature you got? Uh, let's see. Temperature check for this week. We are 25 degrees, so it's actually a little bit warmer today. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, it was like... Uh, maybe 30 degrees ish yesterday mm. and it was so cold <laughs> fuck this shit had a big old jacket on some nice warm leather boots that I get to wear once a year I probably would have had some shorts on or something <laughs> I don't know man it was cloudy and cold I, I don't know what it is I guess the humidity but 30 degrees in Texas sucks <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come try it here. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, well, you see anything cool this week? Uh, I don't know if I could say I've seen anything cool this week. Uh, might be a lot of uh, not so cool. Uh, I guess I'll start with my weekly Amityville review. Oh, sharks? Nope, this time werewolves. Oh, okay. Where Amityville Werewolves? This one was Amityville Moon, and it was a movie that was filmed, and people tried to act their way through it, and I did not like this one either. I I will give them credit for one kill. It was super fun looking and entertaining, but outside of that one thirty second moment, I don't I don't recommend this one either. Ugh. Well, stay away from the Amityville movies you've never heard of, right? Yeah, but like I said, <laughs> I'm I'm jumping on the grenade for everybody, so I'll give a, a new one every week, a new review every week. Uh, let's move on to my other not-so-cool. You ever heard of uh, this studio called The Asylum? They do, like, knockoff movies? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming this one is because of Morbius coming out. It's called Dracula, the original living vampire. Oh. This, Morbius style, huh? This is not good. 
Oh, well. And it is a level away from being late night Cinemax type of movie. Yeah. Those movies belong on uh, YouTube at this point, if if that. <laughs> and another one that I didn't care for uh, was uh, this movie that just came out called In the Forest. Now, I checked this out because somebody said it it was in the vein of uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. I don't know if I was blacked out during the whole movie, but I did not get that vibe, not once. Mm. It's essentially a family goes camping. They meet another family, and they got somebody held captive, and then it kind of you don't know if the family's messed up or the person being held captive is messed up and you don't know who's what but i never once got a hills have eyes vibe no mutants no uh i guess i won't give it away so possibly All right. <laughs> uh, well that least leaves enough gray area to <laughs> to work with did i see anything uh digging up the marrow that's probably my cool of the week which one is that um, it's made by Adam Green. He does the Hatchet movies. Oh, okay. And it's shot documentary style. Like, you know, he plays himself, and it's got a lot of, lot of you know, horror directors, actors. You know, Kane Hodder shows up in it. Oh, that's the one you guys are talking about. Yeah, I knew I'd heard of it. Yeah, and essentially somebody contacts him telling him that he knows where real monsters are, and so he wants to go film it. And once he gets uh, footage of it, he's trying to show, like, Kane Hodder and all these different horror directors. And everybody's like, oh, the, the special effects look good. What movie is this for? And he's like, no, this is real. And nobody believes him. And it, uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, way to shoot the movie. And it's like uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, and there were there was some cool uh, monster designs in there. So, he does, you know, he does a lot of practical effects and stuff like that. So yeah. That, well, that would be cool. Yeah, that is on Tubi, if anybody wants to watch it. And I also watched for the first time Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker? Yes. <laughs> I uh, didn't know that was a thing. This guy is, I guess, a uh, doctor in his mind. <laughs> yeah, why not? And his fiance horribly dies in a lawnmower accident. <laughs> and he comes up with a plan to put her back together using as the title suggests uh, parts from hookers yeah you know i condolences to any family who who have lost anybody but i feel like if you die from a lawnmower accident that's just darwinism <laughs> <laughs> and it it is a horror comedy and it is over the top and it's definitely not for the youngsters. There's a lot of booby time in here. Oh, well. Now you have piqued my interest. I thought I would. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the basically the, the older watches were my cool of the week. Uh, everything new I've seen is not good. Yeah. Well, man, I... <sighs> I always have a shitty list of of cool of the week because I I don't get a chance to watch much except the movies except uh, 
I'm still stuck on SG on uh, Stargate SG One mm. uh, because I started it and now I have to finish it. <laughs> is, uh, is that the one with Jason Momoa? Uh, I don't think a, so. He's probably on a many other spinoff series. Yeah, they. I think they have a couple of other spinoffs. I haven't got to them yet. My mom is a big fan of Stargate for some reason. Uh, and I, I, I've never actually watched the TV show. It's not that bad. Well, it's bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> like bad, they know what good. Do what? Is it bad? Good? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. It's it's definitely cheesy, and they do a lot of stupid things. Like, why are you going in there? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, but. It, it's it's still entertaining and um i i think it's it's pretty interesting as far as alien stuff going on especially with the newer information that we've learned in the past decade um and uh i also watched uh home team have you seen that it's the kevin james movie kevin james it's on netflix it's about uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna watch it yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's about uh, Sean Payton, uh, the uh, the coach for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, during Bounty Gate, he got uh, suspended for a year. And so Kevin James is Sean Payton in this movie, and he coaches his – I think it's, like, based on a true story thing. And he coaches his son's – he, like, assistant coaches his son's football team mm. uh, while he's off. And, uh, I, you know, good old-fashioned sports movie with kids in it. I think that's always fun. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. I like Kevin James, A lot, James a lot of funny parts. Yeah. And Kevin James does a pretty good job, man. I was, I was <laughs> Shout out to him. Nice. Uh, and, of course, uh, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, which whatever you want to call it, because I don't even think Boba Fett was in this one. I and, uh, heard the best episode was the one without him. I uh, that may be this one. Well, I don't I don't know that he was in there last week either. This is like a couple of episodes where they're bringing back Mando, and this one, uh, the latest one, they brought back uh, Luke and Baby Yoda. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, that's a plus. Now, I don't know how involved they're going to be in part of the story, but. They at least gave you kind of an update. Is really all it was. Uh, but it was cool, man. It's 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 getting more and more interesting. And I haven't watched Peacemaker yet, but that's a, what I'm going to do as soon as I get off of here. Yeah, me too. I've heard <laughs> nothing but great things about it, and I, I think I read. Have you watched any of them? I I was going to start it, but I just. I wasn't going to have the time to to sit down and watch it, so I wanted to to have the time to sit down and watch it. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Listen, James Gunn is not my favorite person in the world, Mm -hmm. like, personally, but he makes some really great movies. I think that... And he does this whole TV show, I believe, writes and directs it. Yeah. And uh, it shows. It's, It's really good. It's funny. Nice. They definitely go the comedy route, and it works. J- John Cena is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like more than you would expect. <laughs> yeah, I think he's uh, getting pretty close to retiring from wrestling. So, 
Yeah. Well, I, and you know, it kind of depends on when you look at him as to whether he's. I, I, I feel like there's maybe a couple other people that do this too, but he he seems to go like really big and ripped down to kind of thinner. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, not like not like regular person then, but like then for John Cena. Yeah, because uh, the last time he wrestled he was obviously not bulked up it was right a little strange to see him so small you know what else he's doing hmm. uh wipeout <laughs> yes I, I did it with the i forgot her name she does that nailed it show on netflix the the black lady yeah yeah she's funny <laughs> you can tell the first couple episodes were a little awkward i don't know if they had quite gotten into their groove yet but uh I, I don't know. It's fun to watch Wipeout, too. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun and to then, watch people get hurt. And then uh, Gronk's uh, girlfriend, I I assume still girlfriend, fiance, wife, fuck, I don't know. But she's the, the person on, like, the sidelines that dances around and says stupid shit. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and is, you know, nice to look at. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's all I got this week. Yeah, I it, still fun stuff. I'm enjoying all that all, all that stuff. Although at, right now in um, the Stargate universe, it's I'm kind of just watching it because I've watched the rest of it, and I'm like, well, man, I'm almost there. I may as well watch the end of it. Yeah, I, I understand. Sometimes you maybe not really into it, but you you're so far into the seasons or series that you just got to finish it yeah plus it's easy enough to put on in the background and just do other stuff yeah all right we got any uh horror headlines yeah uh we got a few uh let's start with tv uh disney plus is revitalizing the what was it the goosebumps tv series Oh, is it gonna be like live action? Yeah. Okay. But it does have uh, fans of the original series worried if Disney Plus is gonna water it down. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there was. Uh, if you watch their Marvel shows, there's there's a lot of murder in there. So. Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> that you would be concerned about them watering down Goosebumps, isn't? Goosebumps watered down to begin with. <laughs> uh, I I didn't really watch Goosebumps a lot, but I heard a lot of people said there was a, a lot of scary stuff. Maybe a little little too scary for for kids, but that was the time period. It was what early nineties. Yeah. Well, because I remember reading all the books, but I I don't know that I ever watched the series. Yeah, I missed that whole. I did maybe what was the other one? Are you afraid of the dark? I do remember that one. Oh yeah, that was good. I I remember reading some Goosebumps books and maybe sixth grade ish somewhere around there. Hmm. They were around, I think. I don't know. Okay, what do we got? Uh, we talked about the Renfield movie from Universal, which will star Nicolas Cage as Dracula, has begun filming. So, 
<laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Nicholas Cage as Dracula sounds fantastic. Yes. <laughs> uh, Insidious Chapter 5 uh, will begin filming this spring, and this will be a direct sequel to Insidious Chapter 2. They're bringing that family back. And Patrick Wilson, uh, who is the star of those first two, is going to direct his first time directing. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'd like to talk some shit, but uh, there's there's a lot of times where you get some first-time directors that have been actors before, mm. and uh, it comes out really fucking amazing, so... I'm sorry, playing fire, flying by. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Are they taking you away, man? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> but um, I, I've heard he, while he was filming, uh, he's worked pretty close with James Wan, so... Uh, I'm I'm expecting to to see some of those influences into his directing style. Yeah, maybe we'll come up with something good. I mean, look what Affleck did. Yeah. Still not the greatest actor, but he's a pretty damn good director. He tries. He tries. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh. Hey, he's nailing J Lo. Yes. Complain sure. too much. <laughs> I can't argue with that now let me see do we have anything I guess the biggest news which was probably a no brainer is Paramount has officially announced Scream 6 with the d- director group Radio Silence coming back to direct mm. so okay. interesting to see where they go from here uh, yeah I mean, they'll have to come out with some new characters and shit, right? I assume. Yeah, I don't know if we can do the... Well, Nostalgia uh, thing? Yeah, I don't... We've, how many times are we going to bring Sydney back, you know? Right. So, I don't know. There's a lot of people that still want Matthew Lillard to come back. Because there, there's always that theory you've never really seen him die, officially. Oh, well, you've solved it already, then. Yeah, but I don't know. I I've rewatched uh, Scream Five, and I I do enjoy it. I had fun with it, and it got my daughter into Scream. She she went when we got home. She she binged the whole franchise. Really? Yeah. Cause she, you know, I think that's why they do this sometimes. That when they bring out like new movies that are just revamps yeah like sometimes it's just to to get more money for the for the whole rest of the series but it yeah. also brings on board a lot of younger audience which is cool yeah because the the whole billy loomis thing she was you know curious about that and right there was a lot of references she was like oh or what is what are they talking about and i was like oh you got you got to watch it you got to watch it you know and then, this is skeet ulrich also known as not johnny depp yes <laughs> skeet ulrich which uh, i don't know if i said anything but uh skeet ulrich matthew lillard and i want to say uh Jamie Kennedy are going to be at Texas Frightmare. Really? 
Let me double check. So I might just be making that up in my head. That might be fun because those th- those three seem like cool people to talk to. Texas, right now. Not Texas Chainsaw. That's not right. Ah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Sorry, everybody. I know this is great podcasting. It is actually, yes, Ski Ulrich, Matthew Lillard, Jamie Kennedy, and Nev Campbell are going to be there. Really? Yes. Look at that. Texas Frightmare suddenly got more appealing. Yep, and I like one of the things they included for Nev Campbell is Wild Things. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is her best appearance by far. And uh, yeah, pretty slow news week. I'm expecting it to pick up here. Uh, a lot of stuff got uh, acquired from Sundance, so we'll be getting more trailers and news and... Yeah, it's it's February. Summer news hasn't popped up yet. Yeah, and I'm still waiting on that Evil Dead Rise trailer because they were done filming that movie a couple months ago. So, ah, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, HBO Max too. Oh, awesome. Yep. Yeah, I've gotten kind of used to not going to the theater. Although it's sort of nice, but I. Have you checked out with your VR thing, that big screen app? Not yet. No, I I have been playing around with it, trying to figure things out, but I definitely will try that. It's like, uh, and I finally got it hooked up to my computer so I can watch whatever, but it's sort of like sitting in in a theater. Like, you go and sit in this virtual reality theater and watch the movie. I mean, it's a long time to stay in VR. Your head starts hurting, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they'll come out with an implant to fix that eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, you know, Elon Musk is on it. There you go. <laughs> I'll just have to close my eyes and I can watch any movie I want. Mm. <laughs> I think he was saying that little brain implant, implant thing. Uh, I know we're getting off subject, but I think he was saying you could uh, download your memories. Really? Huh. Well... Maybe our consciousness will survive in a robot world eventually. Yeah. They're coming. I, he's working on, like, robot robots. Like, the ones you see in the movies kind of thing. Yeah. What, what was that Will Smith movie with the robots? Uh, I, Robot. I, Robot. That was it. I should have thought about that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think he's got robots that look kind of like that. Oh, that's Which scary. is creepy. I know it's it's very creepy, but it's sort of exciting all at the same time. You know, yeah. until I die. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say until they turn on us. Well, that doesn't mean I'm gonna get one. <laughs> yeah, but what was the movie I watched recently? Uh, Mother Android. Oh, I remember watching that. Yeah, how they just started turning on everybody. Yeah. I just figured one day we don't have to listen to you no more. Well, can't argue with their logic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hell, we're going to go out sooner or later, right? Whether it's a super volcano or global warming or an asteroid or robots. 
Yeah, one Something of those. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the news. All right. Now we're going to take a little trip down on to the trailer park. We'll bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. What is our one new trailer to talk about today? Our one and only trailer we are going to talk about today is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's direct, the only one you need. Direct sequel to the original. Synopsis okay. goes, after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his careful shielded world in a remote Texas town. This stars Alice Krieg, Nell Hudson, Elsie Fisher, Mark Burnham as Leatherface, and that is not the original Sally in the movie because she sadly passed, but is being played by Alwyn Foray. Foray. I probably misspelled or misset her. Really? Name. Yeah, uh, she was in Mandy. She was the older lady that was in the cult. Oh right. Well, then why did the, if she's dead anyway? Why bring her back? Oh, the she she's playing the no. She died in real life. The actress. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. But like, why bring that character back at all? Well, unless I, we're just trying to do a Halloween rehash. It clearly that's what they're doing. Yeah, she's. Clearly, Sally, they're doing the Lori Strode thing, Jamie Lee Curtis moment, where she's coming, she's been waiting to get revenge, which is a little odd to me, because if you remember the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, she kind of came off like she was going to go to a nut house because she was just completely lost her mind. Yeah. And now she's been waiting this whole time. But I will say it does look like there's going to be some awesome kills. Oh, I'm sure. It, uh, I enjoyed that. Chainsaw's bus. in the fucking name. Yeah, I enjoy that bus scene that they showed where everybody pulls out their phones and the one guy says, uh, you do anything, you'll, you'll be canceled. <laughs> and then he gets stabbed with the chainsaw and picked up. Because <laughs> it was just this perfect comedic moment of silence <laughs> he's yeah. like i don't know what the fuck you're saying but you're about to die <laughs> and i i do like the fact that he's been keeping to himself hiding you know since then and people in the poppy fields yeah people show up and you know everybody's on their phones on social media and i don't know if he knows what all that is but Clearly, he's not having it, and I think it's just going to be a pretty much straightforward story, but with some very violent, awesome kills. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, hopefully. Although, because in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he was kind of more of a not very smart person and just being used by his family. And this one, it does seem like he's a little more vicious for no reason. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, hard to tell from just the trailer. 
But it does look interesting. It's the most interested I've been in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie um, in a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I have been going through the movies lately. And from what I understand, if anybody wants to watch them leading up to this, I think uh, timeline-wise, you watch Leatherface, the original... Texas 3D and then this one. All the other ones are kind of their own timelines, I guess. What was the beginning one? Was that Leatherface? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Where he was in the he got taken away and put in the, the mental asylum. Yeah, you know, I don't think I hated that one as much as I thought I did. Yeah, my only problem with that is he was portrayed, like you said, uh, kind of simple-minded in the original one. Yeah. But in the prequel, he was a regular child that grew into a regular man, I guess. Ah, good point. So I don't know when he became childlike. So. Yeah. But That's there, that, that was, inbreeding. Yeah, there was some fun kills in there. Well, hopefully it'll be some fun kills in this one. Yep, it is on our schedule, and I believe uh, a couple weeks, February 18th. Oh, man, is it that quick? Okay. Yep. I'm down. And I Is probably, it a theater release or? Netflix. Oh, fucking sweet. And I probably should have mentioned this is uh, directed by David Blue Garcia and executive produced by Fede Alvarez, who everybody knows directed the evil dead remake and don't breathe so he's got a hand in this so i think that's why we're seeing the kills so vicious because i'm sure yeah, he's hands-on with it definitely gives it some credibility because so. that last evil dead was uh i like that evil dead remake yeah it was that was pretty good i like i like they they took that that's a perfect example of a good remake they take the idea right. of the original and they they made it their own thing they didn't just right. completely copy you know they didn't give us a, a guy that was supposed to be ash and they didn't go comedic they kind of went darker and more violent and yeah awesome awesome remake we might we might do that one when the evil dead uh, rise comes out cuz we oh, we've be already fun. we've already done the original one so yeah well, we always do those again too. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty great. And that's the only trailer this week. All right, on to listener feedback. Uh, this week for the podcast spotlight, we shine our light on the podcast under the stairs again. You guys are getting some love. <laughs> uh, this week, the podcast under the stairs presents the Arrow Video Assortment, episode thirty-eight. Uh, welcome to this subset. Sorry, <laughs> subset uh, of shows uh, exclusively looking at the Duncan's Arrow video collection. Every three weeks, Duncan will pick at random a title from his collection and review them on the podcast under the stairs. Um, episode thirty-eight is "Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia" from nineteen seventy-four. Hmm. Uh, Check it out wherever you get your podcast. You ever seen that movie? I have never heard of it. I have not either. <laughs> that ought to be an interesting one. So the podcast under the stairs. Check that one out. 
regarding Nez's Texas Chainsaw trailer uh, tra- trailer reaction, uh, Monica uh, Mandoki says, "Can't wait to check out this movie." Yes, everybody go sub- subscribe to uh, East Society's YouTube channel. You can uh, check out. Nez's uh, reaction. He did a reaction to the trailer, and there's going to be uh, more stuff posted on there pretty soon. Yeah. And Nez is really good on a lot of stuff, man. Just sometimes he's so random on his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like what he likes and what he does. Yeah. Like, I, I used to say it was Lance, but. Yeah. I think I know now. Like when I do the schedule, I'm like, okay, Lance is gonna hate this. Lance is yeah. gonna hate that. <laughs> but Nez, man, you can never tell. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of felt like, what was it, a uh, dead end driving? Yeah, I didn't know he was his score was gonna go so high the the way he was speaking of it. Dude, I didn't know I was gonna like it that much. I thought it was a pretty fucking good movie. <laughs> yeah, that that was one out of the two. I was like, Lance is gonna fucking hate this one. Oh, yeah, I figured he wouldn't. <laughs> but I, you and I are typically pretty lockstep and stuff. If you yeah. tell me a movie's going to be good, I'm like, okay, I'll probably like that. <laughs> All right, and you watch a whole shitload more than I do, so you're like my buffer system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regarding our super network postings in the group, uh, Marcy Papandria says, uh, you are so kind for sharing. Thank you. No worries, mate. Try to help out as much as we can. Everybody should yeah. be listening to the super network. Oh yeah. They're great. They're fucking hilarious. Uh, regarding last week's episode, uh, Marcy says, uh, fun episode guys. Glad some exploitation got into the mix and Charles was an awesome guest. Yes, he was. That's cool. I, I'm curious as to whether they have, uh, I mean, I'm sure they've seen these movies because they've seen everything, but have they seen them because they're Australian or have they seen them because they've seen everything, you know, like how big were these in Australia at the time? Yeah. uh, Originally the show was planned for them to come on. Sorry. Another plane's flying by. Um, But, you know, we had that, uh, scheduling conflict with uh, Orphan Kills that was supposed to come out and got delayed. Oh, right. so, so I had to grab something that was going to be further down the line because I, I did want them to ha- come on. It wasn't just you know, like we were trying to do a 2B Tuesday Osploitation episode without them. <laughs> so, well, hey, man. Let's do another one with them. That was That was actually a really fun episode, man. Those movies were both better than I expected them to be. Yeah, there's a there the, the list I found with with these exploitation movies. There is a, quite a few to pick from. So definitely, I, cool. uh, Marcy Bean, I know you guys are listening. So definitely, going to have you on for the second one. Yeah, and that was shit that I've never heard of before. So yeah, great great job on that. All right, uh, another one regarding a dead end drive in. Uh, Franklin Correa says. Uh, wasn't the original cover and poster a guy uh, kind of looking like the crow smiling uh, while the picture of him blends into the drive-in theater on the bottom? <laughs> yes, I think Nez spoke on that. Uh, basically, the guy on the original poster doesn't even show up. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, you know what? There wasn't a toilet in that 
little creature movie that Nez loves. What the fuck is that called? Uh, which one? The little gremlin guys. Oh, uh, Ghoulies. Ghoulies, right? See, there's a toilet on the poster in Ghoulies, and there's never a ghoulie in a toilet. They'll, <laughs> they'll get you in the end. Yeah. They got me in the beginning. It was a <laughs> shit movie. Uh, uh, wait till we do Ghoulies go, go to college. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is a real thing. I'd rather watch Saved by the Bell goes to college. <laughs> oh. That was bad. Uh, and Legion Podcast says, uh, time to get literary with the VD Clinic as Vanessa and Darren spend their winter with Misery, the book, the movie, and the pig. The pig? Is there a pig in Misery? Yeah. Name Misery. Ah. <laughs> I Why not? just rewatched that a couple weeks ago. It It's still an awesome movie. Yes. I forgot about the pig, though. It's been a couple years. And All right. I, I think somebody was saying that it... I, I couldn't believe this. This is the only Stephen King adaptation, film ab- adaptation, that somebody's won an Oscar for. Really? Yeah, I thought maybe like Green Mile or Shawshank. Who, who got it? Cap, uh, Kathy Bates? Yeah. Now, oh, Shawshank was uh, Stephen King? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think we've had this conversation before. I uh, probably... Yeah, but I'm usually drunk, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, that's it for uh, listener feedback. Um, as always, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks with a Z. Sorry about your 49ers. Yeah. Well, although I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm sorry. I hate the fucking 49ers. <laughs> I, 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 these were my picks to go to the Super Bowl a couple a week ago. I told she, my wife was talking to somebody and she asked me who do I think, and I said definitely the Rams were going, and I kind of want to see Cincinnati win it. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Cincinnati. My sister in law is is from Cincinnati, so she's a Bengals fan, mm. uh, and uh, Joe Burrow's not bad, and. I, I honestly kind of hated him to see, hated to see him beat the Chiefs, but I sort of loved it at the same time. And now that they're there, they may as well do it. Yeah. And the Rams, I mean, Matthew Stafford is kind of awesome, and he deserves it. Although they did sort of buy their team, they're like the Yankees of football. True. So. True. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just. Just want to see a good game. I mean, I they may as well win it now because they're going to be in salary cap hell for the next fucking fifty years <laughs> <laughs> with all the fucking trades they made. But hey, I got Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller and Matthew Stafford, Odell. I mean, it's a super team yeah. <laughs> in football. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see in what a uh, couple weeks. Yeah, next week. Next week. Yeah. Yeah, right before Valentine's Day. That's my Valentine's Day present, the Super Bowl. There you go. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, 
If you would uh, like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. And if I didn't mention Miss Natsulani, who is where our work comes from, you can check her out on Instagram. Um, anyhow, on Patreon, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 more or more a month, uh, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, I have a feeling either one of these would have been pretty great for commentary. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely probably would have went with uh, the first one we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes. Uh, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review um, on iTunes. If you get the chance, uh, you can win some cool shit. Um, and on to our featured attractions. Uh, this week, we're going back in time. Back in time. To 1988. That was bad. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> review Waxwork and Pumpkinhead. Yes. And I've actually never seen either one of these movies. I would have thought you've at least seen Pumpkinhead. I, well, I know of Pumpkinhead. I didn't know of Waxwork, but I knew of Pumpkinhead. But I thought Pumpkinhead was just a like stupid Halloween monster or something. Right, uh, and so I never watched it, but okay. we'll get to that. <laughs> but first, we're gonna start with uh, Waxwork, <laughs> which may or may not be the more entertaining of the two. Uh, a waxwork museum comes to town, and a mysterious man invites some teams uh, to come to a special showing at midnight. Once inside, while viewing different exhibits, the scenes come alive. And the viewer is sucked into the story being portrayed. Uh, director and writer are uh, Anthony Hickox, also known for Hellraiser 3, and Warlock the Armageddon. Uh, that's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, writer and director Anthony Hickox uh, wrote the screenplay in only three days. Well, that explains. Yeah. The human flesh uh, being eaten at the vampire dinner is actually made of rhubarb, watermelon, and strawberries. So just in case you wanted your movie fucked up anymore, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think about Waxwork? Okay, this is it's not a great movie, but no. I do have a nostalgic thing for it because this was a, a definitely a cable movie yeah um i'm kind of up and down with the effect the practical effects because some some of them are not great but then some of them like the scene where i think it was the vampire one with the guy strapped to the table and they were eating his leg that yeah. looked pretty good that did look pretty good but, well, and they did a lot of practical effects stuff in here. I thought that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, um, I liked the uh, other scene. I liked the zombie one that he went into. Um, what is the actor's name? The guy from Gremlins. Right, the kid from Gremlins. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. Probably should. Have it doesn't. Him. It's not gonna make a difference if you say it anyway. Uh, <laughs> Nobody knows who that guy is. Galligan. <laughs> Gilligan. Uh, Galligan. Gallagher. I'm sure people call him <laughs> Gilligan anyways, but um, I, 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 I like the scene where he went into the zombie one and it went black and white, and I thought the, the makeup effects on the zombie were pretty cool. Um, there was a lot of cheesy moments in here. Oh, yeah. 
but I kind of feel like it was supposed to be cheesy. Well, yeah, I think a lot of it was uh, like tribute to old horror movies. Yeah, because you got the main guy who runs the place. When you first get introduced to him, he shows up dressed like Willy Wonka. So already you know they're going over the top. Then Who is meet, that guy? Cerberus Snake? Uh, he's just David Wagner played. It just says the Waxwork Man. Who is that fucking dude? <laughs> the Waxwork Man. And, and then uh, you got the little guy. That's I guess the I don't know what he is. The assistant and another over the top moment is every time he bows, it goes. Whoosh, because he bows so fast. <laughs> yeah. Which, which and I the little was guy funny. that I thought was was from uh, <laughs> was Tattoo, but is actually not. He Instead, is... he played Alf. Yes. <laughs> and he did stunts in Look Who's Talking. So he oh, played well, there's a... a child. They slapped a baby face on him. How terrifying is that? <laughs> but. Uh... It, it's wacky, it's cheesy. I I will label this in the... If you want to kind of get your kids into horror, but don't want to show them something too violent or scary, because there was... There wasn't a lot of blood, and if there was, it was cutaway scenes. And yeah. a lot of the kills were kind of you know off-screen. They they did have a few kills on-screen with some, with some blood, but they were also kind of bad it was like they'd hit somebody in the head with an axe and it would just sort of bounce off because it was all made of rubber yeah yeah and then you have the end which gets super wacky because you all the old people show up to do battle with the because <laughs> essentially they have to sacrifice 18 people because 18 breaks down to 666 and then all these... If you divide it by three, yeah. which, you know, any number, if you divide it by a certain number, will read a different number. Yeah. <laughs> and ever. essentially, they, these uh, wax people, creatures, come to life and know if they get out into the world, it'll be the end of the world. So at the end, like, all these, like, old people show up that, I guess, have fought them before, and then it just is all out wacky not great choreographed fight going on <laughs> and the, the guy in the wheelchair shows up and I guess a, that's his uh, go to war wheelchair that he had going on there they put like little cardboard armor on it yeah. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it looks like his wife was the secretary at like an elementary school yeah. And they had a project where they <laughs> where they made his wheelchair look like a tank. <laughs> and the that's budget. what he went into bally, into battle with, yelling, tally-ho! <laughs> yes, the, the budget definitely didn't go to his wheelchair at the end. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I can see sitting down with your, with your young kids and watching this, uh, you know, because you, you got a lot of classic monsters in here. You got the uh, Wolfman, you got... Uh, vampires sure. uh the it gets a little dark there with the what what was the the french guy the marquis oh yeah where she's he's, like uh orgasming while he's yeah. whipping her in the back yeah 
And she's like, oh, don't stop. And it's like, don't stop whipping. I don't think it works this way. <laughs> she orgasmed harder from my whip than she ever did from your touch. And I was like, oh, we're talking shit here, huh? I know, right? But uh, she outside. Of- leak. I mean, she was she was going all the way up his leg. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say outside of that part, I, I would say this is fairly safe for kids. And yeah. I kind of put it there with like. I'm not comparing it to Poltergeist, but Poltergeist is like one of those inter- introductory horror films for I gotcha. kids. So I would yeah. throw that in there. Yeah, that makes sense. And even the the sexual side of the whipping and stuff is not, I don't think would be as obvious to a younger viewer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, how many times have you watched stuff when you were a kid and you and you watch it now and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe they said that. Yeah, there's been a ton of stuff when I rewatch it. I was like, Shrek. they were showing this when I was a kid. Yep. <laughs> and you just didn't get it because you don't comprehend that level yet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I kind of see where you're going with that because it was definitely very cheesy. But it was sort of an ode to, uh, like, older horror movies with The Mummy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know what the fuck was up with that wolf, man. It was like a teddy bear rabbit thing. Like, yeah. when he turned <laughs> when he turned into a wolf, when he turned into a werewolf, I, I, I couldn't stop laughing at him. I was like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> Are you talking about the guy that went into the... Or the, uh, the guy, well, the, both the, of them really. But when the main, when when the uh, not, oh, the, the guy that wolf. went in, when the werewolf attacked him after he had turned from uh, that guy that you've seen in things before, yeah, uh, <laughs> he turned into this werewolf and had it had like animatronic ears on it. It was <laughs> it was super yeah, fucking weird. <laughs> it was weird because that didn't look great. But I will say. The makeup effects on the guy that he bit kind of look cool. Yeah, I'll go with that. So it was it's just kind of up and down. The original werewolf was goofy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and <laughs> another problem I kind of had was every every time they maybe it was the camera that was shaking, but every time they showed one of those wax figures. You're like that guy's moving. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a few times. And going back to the werewolf, uh, I didn't know this. I just looked it up. It's played by John Rays Davis. He was Gimli in Lord of the Rings, the the dwarf with the, right. with the axe. So uh, he's been in a ton of shit. I've yeah. seen that guy in everything. And then uh, he played a werewolf in this terrible fucking movie. I'm sure that wasn't <laughs> even him. Some other guy. Well, but he played the person that, well, you're probably right. He came in for five minutes, did one scene, got a million dollars and left. (laughs) Well, maybe not a million for this one. But uh, um, it was definitely cheesy and uh, I had some hard. uh, Okay. This is one of those where it's so grotesquely bad that it kind of has to be good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I, th- I think that's that's where I'm at, and I'm sort of teetering on the edge of. Was this movie actually kind of fun? Because it sort of was, but because it made me laugh like a lot. Yeah, but, and it is labeled a horror comedy. Right. But the laughing 
I don't know if I was necessarily supposed to laugh at those parts. I get you. <laughs> you weren't laughing it's at just the, they were the, so ridiculously bad. Yeah, you probably laugh more at the bad parts than the parts that they expected you to laugh at. Right. <laughs> like, especially that first guy that went in there with the werewolf thing when he's, like, talking to the sky and... Somebody put trying, acid in my drink again. Yeah, trying to be funny. I was like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hope the werewolf kills you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I this is, this is probably not... I don't know. I would say it's not a movie I'm going to watch again, but I might to make fun of it. Yeah, I and I definitely see where you're coming from when you said this probably should have been a commentary because you'll probably have a lot of more fun watching it with a group of friends and talking shit about it. Yeah, because there's so many moments where it's like, what in the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, you ready for uh, scores? Uh, yeah, let's do it. What do you think? I just really thinking about it uh I don't think it's it is bad but it's I think it falls into so bad it's good so I think you should get a group of friends watch it talk shit have some drinks and for that reason I am going to give it a 6 okay hmm things to think about I'm going to go, I think, five yeah. as a real score right now. But I reserve the right to raise that later <laughs> if, uh, if if we get together at a party and watch this movie and have a great time. Because <laughs> it probably would be a whole lot of fun. <laughs> we still got to get to the, the one commentary I got planned, the, the avocado women and the jungle oh, or whatever that that's listeners that's, that's coming soon we're gonna have some bill maher impersonations ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> all right well there goes wax work from 1988 now we'll move on to uh lance hendrickson in Pumpkinhead. Uh, after a tragic accident, a man conjures up a towering, vengeful demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy a group of unsuspecting teenagers. Uh, director is Stan Winston, who is best known for his pioneering work in the field of special effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, writers are Stan Winston and Mark Patrick Carducci, uh, based on a poem by Ed Justin. Uh, Lance Henriksen uh, gathered all of the silver dollars himself by vis- by visiting several pawn shops. Uh, he said most of them fell through the floorboards of Haggis's shack, where they still may lie. And another thing I found out that he does this a lot in his movies: uh, the 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 way he looked and the the clothes he wore in the movie. He mm-hmm. actually got got that stuff together himself because he kind of. Uh, it, it helps him get into the character more. Yeah, so, it seems like he was a little more uh, committed yeah. than the other actors in this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the dog actor, Mushroom, <laughs> who played Ed Harley's dog, Gypsy, 
uh, also played Barney in Gremlins. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> and we got a connection here. We got yeah. Zach Galligan from the Waxwork, who's in Gremlins, and Mushroom. There you go. In Kremlin. That's an awesome name, Mushroom. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I wanted to name my dog Batman, but my wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> it, usually. I'm sure that I think there were some names for our family pets that my family was like, eh, no. <laughs> I just wanted to walk outside and yell Batman. <laughs> I, I, I did. My best dog I ever had uh, was, was a pit. And he was all white, and I named him White Boy, and everybody got mad. Oh man, that's crazy! Because I knew a guy who I, I I used to be a prison guard, so uh, this dude's name was White. I mean, his name wasn't White Boy. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what he went by. Um, Slim Thug's cousin, apparently. I mean, I don't know. They're prisoners, so probably lining. <laughs> but uh, cool dude. Houston legend, something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, and the uh, cabin where Steve and the others go is the same uh, same one that Jarvis's house in Friday the Thirteenth chapter, uh, the final chapter. Oh, same one used in Jarvis's house. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, what did you think about Pumpkinhead? I love Pumpkinhead. I, this was another kind of staple of my childhood as far as horror movies. Um, I love the design of Pumpkinhead, the practical effects that went into it. Rewatching it now, because I haven't seen it in a couple years, it, this, this movie scared me as a kid, but watching it now, like the, the kills are very tame. Yeah, I kind of just, well... They they give you that though I guess as a as a as a kid it, it's a little more creepy to make it up in your imagination because they like you know will pick somebody up by the head and fling them out of the screen yeah. which looks really violent but is not to movie standards. <laughs> yeah, I would I would say probably in my opinion the most violent one was the girl he picked up by her head and climbed a tree and then dropped her on that rock. Yeah. But outside of that, I, I would say that from just my taste nowadays, uh, the kills were pretty tame. But yes, I love what Stan Winston did with the look of Pumpkinhead. And another selling point for me in this movie was Lance Henriksen, because I'm used to seeing him as kind of like a villain or close to a villain. Yeah. And I really felt his love for his son in the beginning and then when his son dies and that guy's like asking him can I do anything and he shoots that look at him that I'm gonna I'll, I'll kill you look I kind of I kind of dug that I kind of felt like you know he was really as you would say he was into this role a lot better than I get uh, it, anybody be, else in the yeah, whole movie the, yeah the, the, <laughs> the adult the adults that were supposed to be teenagers yeah. which yeah they were kind of <laughs> they all looked like they were about 35 yeah they they were kind of <laughs> throwaway characters because they didn't you didn't really get any kind of character anything about their characters in this so you you knew they were gonna die but i did like they gave a little bit more to the asshole 
because when you first meet him he's telling the kid his he's wearing coke bottles for glasses and i'm just like damn yeah you're an asshole he and is then, an asshole. And then he kills the kid and then tries to run and get out of there and throws his girlfriend all around and then is willing to let his brother take the rap for it. Because for some reason the brother thinks that killing this kid, he'll just get a slap on the wrist for it. Shut and up. then he locked his friends in the closet on top of it. Oh, after he knocked him out, hit him in the back yeah. of the head. I'm like, you're fucking you're the best friend ever like I was kind of waiting for that dude to die yeah and I don't know I, I this is another one I would definitely show my daughter because I don't think it's scary enough to that I would like to introduce her to it but not scary to the point where I, I, I'll be worried that she's going to have nightmares or anything yeah a lot of creepy settings yeah, uh, especially uh, the the witch. Yes. And then the whole, I don't know why there's a pumpkin patch in a cemetery, but that sounds creepy. Which I guess is the whole reason this movie is called Pumpkinhead, right? Yeah, he's buried at the Pumpkin Patch Cemetery. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I just saw Pumpkinhead and thought, ah, great, another holiday horror movie you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> I, I could see how someone would expect to see a monster with a pumpkin for a head but no he's just buried at a pumpkin patch cemetery and he comes to ex- uh, get revenge for somebody and I, I like the whole um, how he was connected to Lance Henriksen yes and I, I just it, it, but it did get a little they did figure it out a little too quick for, for my taste though that the only way to kill Pumpkinhead was for him to, to kill himself yeah like Fight Club yeah <laughs> so uh, what was going to happen to Pumpkinhead when he got finished killing those people like because he he looked like he was progressing further and further and looking a little more human I think, and I've never seen, there's a couple sequels, so I can't speak on those, but I think my opinion is after he, Lance Henriksen was going to die anyways. Right. I think after Pumpkinhead was finished, he was going to, how he burst into flames at the end. I think that's the end of that Pumpkinhead, and then... Lance Henriksen was going to be the new pumpkin head and be put back into the uh, cemetery, which that's, if you remember at the scene, he had the little necklace on that his son made him. Yeah. That I think that was going to happen. Even if, uh, the previous pumpkin head killed all the teenagers. See, I was thinking in the way of like, maybe, he was the pumpkin head thing was becoming Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. And Lance Hendrickson was going to die at the end anyway. Yeah. I think his, his fate was pretty much sealed. Yeah. Well, so he made the right choice, even though he didn't exactly make the right choice in trying to avenge his son. But, you know, can you blame him? Yeah. And, those guys were assholes. Somebody should have killed them a long fucking time ago. Yeah. <laughs> they. I don't see why they all left the boy there. 
you know, they could have took him to the hospital or something, which apparently at no time in this movie anybody ever thought to take him to a hospital or anywhere other than a creepy witch's house or uh, the family <laughs> that lives in the woods that has like 30 kids. Well, this seems like a West Virginia way out in the mountains kind of a thing. Which, uh, shout out to Buck Flower. He's the the guy he went to go see. That Buck had, Flower? Yeah, that's his name. George Buck Flower. Uh, he's famous. He's, name. he's famous for playing neither a drunk or a bum, which he played neither one in this movie. Oh. <laughs> he was uh, the, the drunken bum in Back to the Future. <laughs> and he was the drunken bum in They Live that ends up joining the aliens at the end. They Live is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Well. But, yeah, that's... that's uh, it's another straightforward story. You know, it's just about revenge and... Kill, yeah, kill the mild, and- so... And so I think that uh, a lot of it is really overacted. Um, even Lance Henriksen, but he obviously took it a whole lot more serious mm. than the rest of the actors. Even though a lot of them I think I'd seen before, you know, they're they're like those people. Ah, oh, that guy looks familiar, you know, that guy. Um, and. I don't want to say that they did a shitty job, but they were like in a soap opera while Lance Hendrickson was trying to play a part in a fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Clearly for me, the worst one out of the teenagers was the girl who did a horrible job from stopping the boy from getting hit by the bike. Yes. Yeah. Little little boy. Go ahead. Just to get her off the fucking screen because she was terrible. Yeah, with her nervous breakdown she had, and yeah, like, you <laughs> so, need to be the first one to die. Yeah, like I and I, I, I thought, um, by the way that they were presenting it, that she was going to actually live longer than she did, and uh, so I was actually really excited when uh, when the pumpkin head guy grabbed her. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> at least, at least I get here. Uh, at least I'm done hearing her fucking madness. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I and you know, I, you were almost kind of rooting for the bad guy in this one. I yeah, mean, the whole because these kids were a bunch of assholes. Well, I not, maybe not all of them, but that main dude was a dickhead. Yeah, the guy that looked like he was like 35. Yes. For sure, and he's one of those guys. He's he's I've seen that guy before. He's in a bunch of stuff, and uh, yeah, he 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 was a dick, and uh, they kind of waited a little long to kill him, I think. But then I guess you wouldn't care if they killed him right off. <laughs> the rest of it is just innocent people dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which maybe would be a, a good way to look at it, you know then it would be a whole lot scarier and you'd feel for these people a whole lot more. But I was just waiting for them to fucking die, man. I thought the practical effects were pretty good. I liked the monster. Uh, the look of it was, was pretty great. Um, Lance did great. Uh, I liked the, the, the lady that played the witch. She did awesome. 
Yeah. And uh, even the uh, that little family of like hillbillies. The family of gingers. Yeah, they were pretty good. It was it was really just the teenagers. Uh, air quotes teenagers <laughs> that were like really bad <laughs> like that's the shit that they looked at when they made the screen movie they were like alright let's take this trope and put it here <laughs> you know yeah that's probably why they got no character development cause they're, they're yeah. simply here to just die right they're the red shirts yes Great way. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, I I I think I sounded like I hated it, and I don't think I did. It was actually a fun movie. It was better than I expected it to be because when when I said when I saw Pumpkinhead, and I remember seeing it in uh, like Blockbuster when I was a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be one of those stupid holiday horror movies, you know? And I was like, I don't want to watch this bullshit, you know? <laughs> fucking snowman killer, pumpkin killer, or whatever. <laughs> and that's not what this was. Uh, I think it was a great movie with an unfortunate name. Well, could have been a great movie. It was almost a great movie. Not to nice. give it away. <laughs> what, uh, what do you give it for a score? Again, this is another nostalgia thing for me. Um, the teenagers weren't great, but I really enjoyed Lance Henriksen. I liked the look of uh, Pumpkinhead. And it, it had some creepy moments in it, some creepy scenery in it. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go just under that. I think I'm going to give it a seven. Nice. Uh, because it was very entertaining and better than I expected it to be because I thought the movie was going to suck ass. So <laughs> I'm happy about that. Neither one of them honestly was as good as the uh, Osploitation movies that we watched last oh, week. Oh, no. Can't, can't beat those. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, you know, I didn't have a bad time with this one. Nice. All right. Any last comments before we wrap it up? Man, we uh, burned through this fucking episode. Yeah. I guess there's only two of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nez and I just recently dropped a Wrestling Returns episode where we talked about um, the, the last pay-per-view Royal Rumble and the numerous problems with the pay-per-view very disappointing supposed to be one of the the biggest ones of the year and it was in my opinion i was completely disappointed really yeah they uh, there's a lot of rumors that they're gonna sell the company and i think they probably should now because it seems like they don't they're gonna sell wwe well vince is like 150 years old so Nobody's got kids. I've seen them. They wrestled. Yeah, he just fired his son. Oh, well. Yeah, so. Like, for real? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was one of the, the problems from the pay-per-view. He was in the, the main event, and they had some apparently words backstage, and he was, it's uh, Vince's company, so. 
get the fuck out. Damn. And uh, we just dropped an episode of the Action Returns where we do the classic Chuck Norris uh, film Invasion USA. Super fun yes. film. Nothing but action. Ridiculous, ridiculous action. Awesome. People just getting blown away for no reason. And the Chuck villages. Norris was on that level of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone for me. This is probably rewatching this movie. It was probably my it's it's one of my favorite Chuck Norris movies. And Bruce Lee. Yes. And uh we just dropped uh just out of the out of the blue we decided to record a bonus episode for uh I don't know if I'm saying the name right, the Requin, the Requin, something. It's a shark movie with Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> it, it, exactly what you think it is. And All right. It, Nez hit me up. He was like, have you watched this movie? And I was like, yep. He was like, we need to talk about this. This shark is totally eating me. <laughs> so we uh, dropped Not in episodes. a good way. Yeah. So. <laughs> And we got we got a lot more coming, so definitely uh, go to www.thehorrorreturns.com and uh, there's links to different uh, streaming platforms. So check us out. Watch all the Amityville and shark movies you want. <sighs> <laughs> all right. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas, and you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, or, as Brian said, uh, check out the webpage at uh, www.thehorrorreturns.com. That's new. It's awesome. Yes. And follow all of our social media links. Uh, you can do it from there if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as... Hear the latest episode of the show. Also look for us on iTunes. Uh, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Win some cool shit. Next week, it's Valentine's Day. Yes. So uh, we're going to get all romantic as we cover the original My Bloody Valentine as well as the 2009 remake. So until the horror returns again, Brian. Good.